Hey, I'm Natalie Abbott. And I'm Vera Schmitz. We are sisters who host the Dwell Differently podcast. We help you memorize and meditate on one Bible verse every month. And all month long on our podcast, we talk about what that verse means, why it matters, and how we can apply that verse to our daily lives. Welcome back to the Dwell Differently podcast, everybody. It's your host, Vera Schmitz, and we have been focusing all month long on the verse from John 6, 29, and I'm going to read it to us. It says, Jesus answered, the work of God is this, to believe in the one he has sent. Um, This verse has been challenging and so good. And so today, uh, as we wrap up the month, I wanted to focus on three quick little takeaways that I've um, kind of found myself thinking about this month as we talk about what does it mean to believe in Jesus. And so the first thing I want to talk about is what does it take to have belief in Jesus? And when I'm going to tell a short story here, when I was a little girl, I remember my, actually my older sister, Natalie, coming home from a campus crusade meeting in college. She's 10 years older than me. So she came home from college. I was like eight years old and she shared Jesus with me and asked me, she was the first person who actually asked me if I wanted to invite Jesus into my heart. And I remember saying yes. And so I prayed with her and she actually wrote me this really sweet letter that she just gave to me a couple of years ago of me um, telling me about what it was like for me to say yes to Jesus. Um, but I remember after that time for several weeks, uh, laying in bed at night and wondering, did I really do the thing? Did I really believe Jesus? Um, did I say the right thing? Did I pray the right prayer? And it's just so interesting because even as a little girl, God was so kind to me. Um, and I remember reading in my own little Bible all by myself. So those of you with with kids, like I'm eight here, um, and I was so God had made my heart so soft to want to know him. Um, and I remember reading Matthew seventeen twenty that says that if we have faith as small as a mustard seed, we can say to these mountains, move from here to there, and they will move. And it was in that moment that I was like, okay, a mustard seed, I can do that. I can believe a mustard seed worth. I don't even know what a mustard seed looks like, but it sounds pretty small. Um, and so I started with what I had, which was a tiny bit of belief. And so that's kind of the first takeaway is you don't have to have this monstrous belief in order for it to be enough for Jesus. He just says that the work is to believe in the one God has sent, which is him. So um, bring your mustard seed. That's the first point. The second thing I've thought about a lot this month is what about unbelief? What about um, when we doubt or we struggle with our belief? And I read this really interesting quote um, from Tim Keller, and I'm going to read it to us here. He says, a faith without some doubts is like a human body without any antibodies in it. People who blithely go through life too busy or indifferent to ask hard questions about why they believe as they do will find themselves defenseless against either the experience of tragedy or the probing questions of a smart skeptic. A person's faith can collapse almost overnight if she has failed over the years to listen patiently to her own doubts, which should only be discarded after long reflection. Believers should acknowledge and wrestle with doubts, 
not only their own, but their, those of their friends and neighbors. It is no longer sufficient to hold beliefs just because you inherited them. Only if you struggle long and hard with objections to your faith will you be able to provide the grounds for your beliefs to skeptics, including yourself, that are plausible rather than ridiculous or offensive. And, just as important for our current situation, such a process will lead you, even after you come to a position of strong faith, to respect and understand those who doubt. And I just thought this was so good that it's okay to have unbelief. In fact, one of my most favorite verses, and we memorized it um, two Aprils ago in April of 2020, um, and it's, I do believe, help me overcome my unbelief. Uh, the reality is, is Jesus is big enough to hear our doubt and our unbelief. And when we wrestle with our doubts, um, just like Tim Keller is saying here, we build up these antibodies in our body, uh, our body of faith. Um, and so... I just love that, that um, <laughs> there's nothing too big to bring to God, including our doubts. Um, and then the final thing is kind of a um, an interesting point. If you continue on in our chapter, which our Facebook group, the challenge was to read all the way through the book of John. Um, but if you continue on in chapter six, you're going to read how Jesus says some hard things. In this, in this particular chapter, he performs miracles, he feeds the 5,000, he does all sorts of things, and um, the people... Still, at the end of the day, he, he tells them what he needs to tell them, and, and he, a lot of people walk away um, after they've seen miracles and they've been met, their needs have been met. And so I think the point here for me, the lesson here for me, is that even if God, if, even if Jesus gave me all his miracles and he met every last need, the belief in him is the treasure. He is the treasure. He is the thing that my heart really, truly longs for. And I want to keep walking toward him. So I hope this verse has blessed you this month. Guys, I can't wait for what we have in store for August. So stay tuned and we'll see you back here next month. Hey, are you looking for a place to connect with other people who are memorizing this month's verse? We got you covered. Guess what? We have a Dwell Differently official Facebook group that you can join. And we're over there chatting about what this verse means and how it is affecting our daily lives. So go check it out on Facebook, the Dwell Differently official Facebook group.